Hi everyone, my name is Johnny McCormick and you're listening to Spoke. So just like I ended season one interviewing myself, I thought I'd end season two in the same way. So I put it out on Instagram asking for any questions that you, the listeners, might have. And whenever I do something like this, I'm always a little bit unsure as to what I'll get back. But I got some, which is encouraging, and most of them were great. Some of them were not so great, and I'm looking specifically at one of my brothers here who asked the question, and I quote, What does the current geopolitical climate in South Oman do for Brexit? So obviously that's the sort of thing that I'm not going to answer. And I'm not going to get to answer all of the questions because I don't want this to run on too long. So apologies if I don't get to yours. Just know that I really appreciate you taking the time to get in touch. So the first question we've got is, has Spoke been what you thought it would be? And I decided to start with this question because if I'm if I'm entirely honest, I'm not sure. It's hard to say. Um, I'm not really sure I had many expectations for it whenever I first started. I just wanted to learn about podcasting, how to do it. And actually doing one seemed like the best way to do that. So I just kind of jumped in. But what I do know now is that it's been a really brilliant opportunity for me to get to have, you know, fantastically interesting conversations with people that I might not otherwise have a reason to engage with. So people like Mel Wiggins, who was the first ever guest that I had on the show. So shout out to Mel. Um, And I'd been connected with Mel online for a number of years, um, but we'd never spoken. So it's been a nice way to take some of those sort of online relationships and give them a new dimension. Or even people like Ben Mudge, who have a really, really important message to share. It's been a pleasure to get to speak with someone like him and uh, help get that message out there a little bit more. But it's also allowed me to have a slightly different conversation with some people who I already knew or who were already in my life. So people like Jess Jans and Kristen Harrison both come to mind. I met both of those people whenever I was working at Muskoka Woods, a summer camp in Canada. And Jess was on the show talking about share plates, which is a movement that she started in Toronto, um, along with a friend to create community in a different kind of way. And Kristen was on to speak Um, in season two quite recently about the startup that she founded, Prosper. So I'm not really sure whether I can answer um, whether or not it's been what I thought it would be, because I'm not really sure I ever thought it would be anything in particular. But what I do know is that I'm loving it so far. I really enjoy recording and producing the episodes, and I am planning on making a return for a season three. And we have uh, some guests lined up, but not uh, not a full season's worth so far. So if there's anyone that comes to mind that you think you'd love to hear from, then I in turn would love to hear from you. And the best way to get in touch is through our Instagram. So the next question is, are you wanting to do this as a job slash make money from it? And this probably feels like a little bit of a polite way of asking whether or not I currently am making any money from it. And the the answer to that is very short, no. Uh, I'm not currently making any money. And in all honesty, I don't really see myself monetizing this as a podcast. Um, I mean, never say never. I'm sort of wary of ever doing that. Um, But I didn't start it with the intention of making money and it's not something I'm particularly interested in at the moment. I'm just doing it because I want to learn and because I'm really enjoying doing it, to be honest. 
Next question is uh, one that we also had during the episode at the end of season one, but I thought it would be worth repeating. And that is, what are some of your favorite podcasts? So like I said, I did answer this during season one and you can feel free to go back and listen to it and uh, see what's changed yourself. I still listen to all of those podcasts that I mentioned during um, the episode in season one, but I think what has changed somewhat are my favorites. There are two that remain. Um, so the West Wing Weekly has been a longtime favorite of mine. I'm a die hard, and I really mean die hard West Wing fan. Um, so naturally, I really, really love that podcast. I think um, Josh Molina and Rishikesh Hairway, who are the hosts of that, have a great rapport with one another. They always have on super interesting guests that were involved in producing the West Wing, which I really love. Um, so I just really, really look forward to a new episode of that dropping every week. And the second that I would still consider one of my favourite podcasts is The Best of Belfast. So I interviewed the host of Best of Belfast, Matthew Thompson, during season one. and I think it was episode three. And since then, um, you know, he's become a dear friend, really enjoy any time I get to spend with Matthew. Um, but I love the podcast as well. So one of the things I think I love most about it is, aside from the really interesting guests that Matthew's able to get on, um, is that he just has a real heart for helping the light in Belfast shine through. And he uses his platform, um, yeah, to call out some of the goodness that is in our city and in our country. There are a few new favourites. One of them is Carrier, which is a fictional podcast, actually. So it's a it's a fictional story, um, and it's released on a week-by-week basis, sort of episodes anywhere between 10 and, and 20 minutes. And it looks at a trucker um, who is working in America and is shipping some, you know, quote-unquote questionable material. So I don't want to give any spoilers, but I personally really enjoy both the storyline of that show but the thing that really sort of grabbed my attention or drew me in to continuing to listen to that is the audio production. The audio production that goes into that show is absolutely incredible. So if you get a chance to listen to it with headphones on, please do. It's just such a beautiful, a beautifully produced show. Um, and it's just such a wonderful listening experience. And one final podcast that probably deserves a shout out here is 20,000 Hertz. Um, so it is a podcast that sort of looks at everyday sounds and the meaning behind them, how they were created, uh, what they sort of mean in society nowadays. So it's a really, really interesting podcast and I suppose a really niche podcast and the sort of thing that you wonder why anyone at all would be interested in. But it's a super, super fascinating podcast. Next question is, what do you use to record your podcast? Um now, I love a little bit of kit chat, um, but not everyone does. I'm aware of that, so I'll try and keep this pretty short. Um, most of my face-to-face interviews are recorded directly into GarageBand, so I just bring along my laptop and two Audio-Technica ATR2100s, um, sort of connected via USB, plugged directly into GarageBand. Any interviews that are done on Skype or Zoom online are also recorded directly into GarageBand and I switch between using the ATR2100 and a Rode NT-USB mic to record them. But in the last few days, I've also got some new kit arrive um, for another project that I'm launching and I'm going to obviously use it 
um, as well to record Spoke. And I'm actually recording this podcast on that new kit to sort of test it out and learn how to use it a little bit. So I'm using a Zoom 86 recorder and a Behringer microphone. And then hosting the podcast, I use a platform called Simplecast, and I really love them. Um, the folks at Simplecast have exceptional customer service. I enjoy using their interface. Um, the data and the insights they get is really good as well. So um, like I say, I want to try and keep this answer pretty brief because I know not everyone is interested in it. But if you are interested in knowing more, I'm always happy to engage in a little bit of nerdy kit chat um, on Instagram. So please feel free to reach out again. The next question is, what are you reading? Um, so at the moment, I'm reading a book called The Effective Executive by Peter Drucker. I'm reading that as part of sort of an online um, I'm, I'm part of an online community and they have a little reading group as part of that. So we're sort of doing a chapter um, every once in a while on the effective executive. And, you know, I'm enjoying it somewhat. I probably, it's probably not going to be one of my favorite books. I don't know if I'll read it again, but it's certainly an interesting book and I'm, I'm learning a little bit from it, which is always welcome. I also read a ton um, online. I listen to a ton of podcasts, obviously, and I read a lot of magazines. So my favorite magazine is The Monocle. I've got, you know, years worth of archives of the monocle probably to the frustration of uh, cassie she probably doesn't like that we continue to keep them and store them but i just can't uh, can't bring myself to part with them and actually again in the last week or so i had a couple of copies of lyra mckee's posthumously published angels with blue faces land on the doorstep and Lyra, obviously, again, was a, a guest on the podcast, um, and I'm sure you've kept up with the, the news and you understand what happened to Lyra. She was murdered in the last year, so her book was um, taken by her publishers, and, and they published it after her um, her untimely death. So I'm looking forward to jumping into that. Lyra's an absolutely incredible writer, and this book is an investigative reporting piece um, that she's been working on for a number of years into the murder of Robert Bradford. So he was an MP in South Belfast, I think, in the 1980s and murdered by dissident Republicans. So I'm looking forward to jumping into that and, uh, and, and reading her book. Next question then is, what do you do? So I did also answer this during season one, but maybe I didn't answer it um, very clearly or in a great amount of detail. So I run a small consulting company um, called Rosso, and I've been doing that for just just a little bit over two years now. And Rosso specializes in working on sort of quote unquote people and organization issues. So we specialize in helping organized organizations go through change so change what they do how they do it help their people through that and help their leaders sort of lead through that you can check out more information i suppose if you're super interested on the website it's just rosso.co and we'll have a blog and i I publish um some sort of thoughts there reasonably reasonably regularly next question then is when is season three (laughs) i feel a little bit embarrassed by this question because I'm sure the uh, I'm sure the person that asked it didn't mean this, but I'm taking it as a little bit of a a, a jibe at how long it took me to get season two out. I was expecting to get season two out much much quicker. Um, so I suppose the honest answer is I I don't know. The break between season one and season two, like I say, was much longer than I anticipated. But life just gets in the way. So I don't want to make any false promises, but I'm hoping it won't be as long a wait like we had with season two. 
One of the things I realised is that whenever I started releasing episodes from season two, and I had some of them recorded um, for months actually before they were released, is that I realised just how much I missed doing it. I really, really enjoy the process of podcasting. It's sort of a creative slash... Um, yeah, it's a creative outlet, I suppose, at, at the end of the day. So it allows me to think in a little in a, in a little bit of a different way than I might on a day-to-day basis. So really enjoy both recording the interviews, but I also enjoy the, the, the process of getting them edited and out there as well. And then we've got one final question that I thought would be worth chatting about before wrapping up. And that was from my wife, actually. Um, so Cassie asked this question, has becoming a dad changed me? And I think in all honesty, she she would probably be better positioned to answer that question. Um, but I suppose my answer would be, I hope that it has changed me. Um, I hope that it's made me a little bit less selfish. hope that it's um, allowed me to change my perspective or outlook on things. In fact, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that it has. So, for example, working for myself um, as a dad now, all of a sudden feels like a much bigger responsibility than it did before. Um, so I, th- I think my life has changed and, um, becoming a dad has changed me. It's, it's, uh, hard not to just be completely captivated and enamored when I look at her wee face. So, um, it's just sort of one of the best things that's ever happened to me. And I'm, I'm sure Cassie would say the same as well. So I think that's everything for now. Like I said, I wanted to keep this episode reasonably brief, answer a few questions, um, and, Really what I wanted to do was just say a massive thank you. Thank you so much for listening along in season two. I really enjoyed recording the episodes. I hope you really enjoyed listening to them. And I really hope you'll rejoin us whenever season three gets out of the gates. So in the meantime, you can feel free to connect with me on Instagram at Spoke Podcast and Um, that's where you will hear about when season three is going to be launching. So please do go over and connect with us there. And once again, thank you so much for listening. You guys are brilliant. Over and out.